people say this to me sometimes I'm made of steel and I'm like I used to think that was a bad thing but now I realize God made me steel because I don't let it penetrate my mental mm-hmm. so it's like yeah like you could say something but I really don't give a fuck yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? I'm getting closer and closer to that level of zen I guess you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. but it's hard right yeah, because I was never like that because you're human yeah. and then I think for women sometimes you know it's even harder because we already are self-conscious about certain things right. you know what I'm saying whether it's our weight or like just certain things that women have to deal with and it's some, sometimes it gets magnified on social media but that's why you gotta build to that space of like steel like. Well, it, it could be steel or just being numb and that's yeah. and being numb is kind of like not as not as fun as being steel because when you're numb you kind of just go through it like you know I cannot care about certain things it's cause I'm numb to it like I just really my heart can't take no more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it could be still or just being numb. Tap in. 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 Tap in with T.T. Torres. Tap in with T.T. Torres. Tap in with T.T. Torres. All right. So I got put on to Wale when I was doing radio in Richmond, Virginia at iPower 92.1. And of course, Wale is from the DMV. He's from um, D.C. area. And he went to school in Virginia. Virginia State. He went to school at Virginia State. So he spent some time down there. And I remember the first time him and I did an interview together, it was bad energy. Like, when I tell you, like, he came in with his glasses on. And he was, I believe he was dating Solange at the time. So he was on that, you know, Rock Nation juice and like, yeah. And he was an asshole. He was known for being an asshole at the time. But he walked into a studio where I didn't play the asshole card. Like, you ain't gonna come up in here like you're the king of the castle and I got the number one show in a DMV and you gonna act like you ain't gonna answer some questions. Like, what we doing here? Long story short, we got through the interview, but I think we both ended like, I don't like you, you don't like me. And then it spilled a little bit over into Twitter. (laughs) People were like getting at him, people were getting at me, we were kind of getting at each other. And I don't know how we patched that up, but I think it was like Rick Ross's MMG weekend that he used to have in Miami. And him and I um, saw each other there and we just talked and we worked it out and we ended up being really cool with each other after that. And that's really kind of like what sparked our relationship. It started off pretty rocky, but ended out pretty smooth. So when he was dropping this album... You know, it was very important for me to have him on the show because I find Wale to be a very talented rapper. And this particular album that he talks about in this interview is probably one of my favorite Wale albums. A lot of people sleep on him as an artist, but he's actually amazing. And his production is always good. His pin game is always good. And he should be in, like the top five conversations when it comes to MCs because he really can spit. And, um, you know, check this interview out for yourself. 
that pen. Tap in. Tap in. Tap in with TT Torres. Number one for hip hop is Titi Torres and DJ Bobby Trends, and it is a Friday night takeover with my boy Wale. What's up? He's here. It feels like a family reunion. Yeah. I haven't seen you. Wait, I've seen you, but I haven't talked to you one on one probably since I left Richmond. Yeah. But I did hang out with you. I think the last time we hung out was um, the album you um, put out where Jerry Seinfeld mm-hmm. was narrating it. Right. And you took over that diner. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like the most creative, amazing experience of my career. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I it's, that. it's so funny because I was watching a documentary of him and... um Someone asked him who his top five favorite rappers were. And he said, Wale, 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 Wale. <laughs> right? And yeah. then the guy's like, Wale. And then I'm just like, why not Wale? Why not? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why not me? Why not you? Because I think a lot of times people forget how great you are with the punchlines and the metaphors and like the shit you come up with. Jeez. I try. I try. <laughs> and you've been doing it for a while. Yeah, been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Can we talk about Florent Florent too? Um, I put my art my all into it, you know. I've been working on this for about eighteen months probably. No skips. No skips. No, legit no skips. That's what happens when you put your time in. Oh my god. I looked at the artwork and I said, Yes, give Wale his flowers. Yeah. Is that what you was trying to interpret with the artwork? Yeah, kind. I mean, it's kind of a metaphor for a lot of things. Like, I can get my own. You can give them to me, but, like, like say it with your chest if you do. Like, you know, none of that, like, private. Like, yeah, you know, you da 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 Like, you know, you can keep that. Like, you know, the same platform you use. Oh, this person talk about this or that, that person or this or that subject. That's how you get flowers. Yeah. Private. I know what I'm doing. Some Maybe yeah. somebody else might need to be reminded. But we do need to give you your flowers, though. I wish I had some flowers here. Ty, we need to go in my office and give Wale some flowers because you have contributed so much to the culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The first mixtape mm-hmm. um, was no skips. Right. Like, over the years, I've become more of a fan of your music because of the consistency you put out. And I will honestly say that you know how to speak to women through your music. Oh, thank you. I like to just think it's, 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 it's I, I talk in detail about whatever I'm talking about. So whenever I touch on some stuff like that, you know, it resonates with them because it's it's, it's a lot. Of, it's very intentional. Every line is intentional. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, but I could be talking about uh, an, uh, an apple. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to try to give as much detail as I can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's talk about um, Daily Beloved featuring Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. You said, I got what she had to move to someone who got what she need. I only got what she want. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm jealous, but Slim and that Tux don't like a level up. Don't look like a level up. Yeah. That's basically me <clears throat> talking to a girl right before she gets married. Like, you know, my last little... Thing I'm gonna say before you make this big decision. But was that song triggered by a past relationship? No, I just got a great imagination. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. 
But that that goes back to what I was saying. Like you legit know what to say. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe it's a gift. I'm just it's a gift, I guess. I mean, I'm just glad y'all paying attention. No, I I, I I skimmed through that album mm-hmm. and I legit wrote down typed up every lyric that caught my attention. I went from song to song so that I can have some real conversation about these lyrics in this album because I think that people really need to spend time with the album on a vibe. Like if you're driving, you with your friends, you know, you chilling in the crib. That's the, that's the goal to make. I mean, it's a busy marketplace out. There's like about a million songs that's dropping every Friday. So, you know, that's the goal to get everybody to really, you know, yeah. Get into the lyrics and get into what I'm where I'm going. Let's talk about Light Years featuring Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. Um Ross definitely dropped some serious gems in that mm-hmm. song. Um what what's the best advice he has ever given you, like one on one? Um just you know, just reinforcing stuff that I already know, like being true to myself and just doing it my way. Like I never went outside of like who I am. I never tried to do whatever people do, like, you know. Um, as far as musically or just like as a, as a man, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that's one of the things that he always like, praises me about, like just always doing things my way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I noticed with him as well, just with the verse that he gave you for this album, it's a different Ross. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like a more elevated Ross, right. a different mentality. But every time Ross. when Ross gave a Justice League, that, that, he go to another space, so yeah. He at home on that on that jump. Yeah, and you gotta remember, I've been with you guys from pretty much the beginning of y'all careers. So I've known, I've been around the music and seen the growth from being like just rapping to, to rap to like you know really thinking about what you gonna say right. and like ha- and and having meaning and content and context to the lyrics. It's like. I feel like it's a different level as you mature right. each as a person, I as mean, a man. Just even like evolving in general in life, like, you know, you got to take them experiences with you. And um, I just learned to be way even more intentional and more intentional in, in everything that I say. There's no wasted energy. There's no wasted words. And that's important to me as a writer. Like when I'm writing stuff, I just want to make sure everything, you know, has, in, has intention. Can we talk about the power of intention? Mm-hmm. I've been talking a lot, a, a lot about that lately. And I've been thinking a lot about that lately in terms of like my career and what I want to do next, because there is real power and intention right. in every aspect of what you do. You have to move in that, in that space in order to really achieve that goal that you're trying to achieve. Absolutely. And I think as we're younger, we spend so much time chasing, you know, like this idea of what we really want without really knowing the intention or purpose behind it. Right. You know, whether it's money, like I got to get money, then I got to take care of my family. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, we don't, it's like the mature you get, the more seasoned you get, you really know how the power of attention. What you want to do and how you want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Tiffany Nikes. Mm -hmm. um, You said, maybe my passion and fucked up my prices. Right. What did you mean by that? I mean, you know, uh, I'm basically saying, like, maybe my mistakes, sometimes my, my mistakes define my career to certain people. You know, so they define my, they define me by my mistakes. Um, and that, you know, that, that, that takes, that you take a, a hit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Financially, sometimes when you make mistakes, but, you know, I take the good with the bad though. Yeah. And I think the era we live in is so different now, right? Because that grace that we need to allow people. You on TV or radio or any, anybody of, uh, with a coveted position in the entertainment business, you don't, you don't, it's not much grace. Or, or, or if you have a lot of money, you know. 
there's not there's not there's no sympathy for for a king or yeah. you know, or, or a rich man or a rich good woman whatever it's not much it's almost like i was talking to somebody about this um someone who's a veteran radio personality and, and i was like yo does it take away the fun of what we do because you live in a society now where everybody feels like because they have social media or they have a platform whether it's 200 people 2000 people you know, they feel like they have a platform to say and do whatever they want to people without regard to how another person yeah. feels. And it takes away that, like, fun at yeah, times. I do. I do. Yeah. I do. I do. Can't lie. Like, you know, some things just you read or hear or whatever, just, you know. And I, But after a while, you just get numb. Like, you know, it definitely, it definitely affects how you interact with people. Or, yeah. You know, but... You gotta take the good with the bad. Like I said, we we blessed to be where we at. Yeah, yeah. That's how sometimes you people say this to me. Sometimes I'm made of steel, and I'm like, I used to think that was a bad thing, but now I realize God made me steel because I don't let it penetrate right. my mental. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, like you could say something, but I really don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm, I'm getting closer and closer <laughs> to that level of Zen, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. but it's hard, right? Yeah, because yeah, I was never like that. Because you're human. Yeah. And then I think for women, sometimes, you know, it's even harder because we already are self-conscious about certain things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's our weight or like just certain things that women mm-hmm. have to deal with. And some sometimes it gets magnified on social media. But that's why you got to build to that space of like steel. Like. Well, it, it could be steel or just being numb. And that's yeah. and being numb is kind of like not as not as fun as being still because when you're numb, you kind of just go through it like, you know. Cause I cannot care about certain things. It's because I'm numb to it. Like I just really, my, my heart can't take no more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I mean, like it, you got to take it with it. I mean, I just got to learn that you know, just learning to deal with like the, the good with the bad. Yo, you said something so ill. You said uh, on one of your joints, um, but you crossed me. There's no talking. Bring a horseshoe. Bring a four leaf. Bring a whole map and a compass. You gonna need luck if you lost me. Right. My worst drug has been loyalty. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah, that's crazy. It's life, man. Like you, bro. Like you be blinded by loyalty and fuck your whole shit up. You know. Yeah. Folks that fall out with you that you done a lot for, and they just they act like they don't even know you no more. Because no is like the ultimate cuss word. You know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. Or or putting yourself first at, at any moment is the ultimate sin to some people. You know. Yeah. Sometimes your loyalty just be so, so deep that it's yeah. like you, you, you still be loyal to some folks that don't got the same, you know, type of loyalty. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy because I felt that bar like, ooh, because I'm a Leo, you yeah. know, and Leos are natural born Leo, lo- loyal Leos. Yeah, yeah loyal Leos. And I think when people, but when people cross us, we just literally cut them off. Mm-hmm. It's like they never existed. Right. And um. I felt that when I when I heard that joint, I was like, "Wow!" No, that might be the verse of the year, though. That might be second verse of fluctuate might be the verse of the year. Now, fluctuate is a joint. Even the beat on fluctuate is crazy. Mm -hmm. Who 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 produced that? Uh, DJ Khalil. Wow, yo, that beat Mm -hmm. on that joint is crazy. I said I'm gonna save that for a caption. I need to just figure out which (laughs) (laughs) which one I'm gonna put that on. Shit, I might have to use it too. (laughs) (laughs) But at this point in your career, it has to be hard for you to trust. Oh yeah, of course. You know, yeah, you know, a lot of people don't have pure intentions and or their expectations is too high. You know, trust is is really, 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 really. I struggle with that. Yeah, yeah. 
you talked in the in the um song New Balances, which is another banger off the album. Um, you said something key. Um, you said y'all don't hit me when the numbers are low. You make a hit, niggas smother your phone and try to big bro yet. Mm-hmm. That was so key. Um, because sometimes I find in this business that people only ride the wave when the wave is on high. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whether you up or you down, it's like, but you know it though. You peep it. You see it. Mm-hmm. So, but how I, do you handle? I'm it? most. That's, I'm most proud that I never really. I don't chase behind nobody. I don't run behind nobody. Like well, I'm just. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. Get by with what I, what I have, and you know what I'm saying like. I that's one of the things that I look. I, I pride myself on though. You know what I'm saying? Like just really just doing me for real and just want to lose a draw. Right. Do you care? You know, I think I think a lot of times social media puts this big emphasis on like numbers and first week numbers and this, right. this and that. And I came in the industry at a time where the, the public didn't even know what that was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like I was having a conversation with one of my nephews and he's like 15 and he says something to the fact, but yeah, he only sold such and such first week. I'm like, but does that mean you don't like him? Right. What does that mean? Does that mean the album wasn't good? Right. Like, I feel like this generation looks at numbers and decide whether or not they want to listen to yeah. something. That's that's a little weird, but I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, there's no, I, I don't really know truly anymore there's a real natural way to gauge it anymore because album can be like super garbage juice, like, and, <laughs> You know, it go, it could do 105 first week, like, and then where is it in two years? Long where are your show, where the shows at? Where the, is anything translating to the, on, you know, on stage? So it really, it don't really, you can't really gauge it by like that. Like, you and, know. And, and you can't, because let me tell you, as a programmer, somebody who's on both sides, I look at the passion score for records, right? Mm-hmm. And look at how the audience, stands the test of time as a programmer you need those records to last because it balances out how you rotate your music and you can see records that literally there is no passion for them two three years down the line it's just a moment and a problem with having those moments is that you got to figure out how to recreate those moments and that's when the gimmicks come in that's when the gimmicks and all the clout and chasing and wahala happens because you chasing that moment again but if you really chase the art then the time will come and you can stay consistent. Like you can go right now and you can tour and and make tons of money. Right. You know, you can make a hit record and not even knowing it's going to be a hit, but the shit just takes there's off. No, there's no passion. And, and I mean, you don't really have, it's just, I mean, people that'll be, that be on the road every year. We, I mean, you can, you can always tell. And like you say, well, I, I look at like the passion is like how passionate are, are your, are the, are the fans, you know, about the, the music that you drop. You know, how passionate are your fans? Are they on the fence? Are they saying stuff gotta grow on them and all this other wild stuff? Or are they like, man, this is, this is amazing. Like, y'all, y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all, y'all missing out if you're not hearing this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And I feel like that's what Floron 2 is. Yep. You're not, if you really not listening, you really missing out. Right. That's how, that's how I carry it. At this point in your career, um, you're a veteran. You've seen a lot of good shit. You've seen a lot of bad shit. But what's the one thing that keeps Wale doing this shit day in and day out? Um, I just, I'm just, I love hip hop. You know, it's just it's as simple as that. I just love hip hop. I love the, I love, I love rap music. I don't, I'm not in love with the business of it, you know, but mm-hmm. 
my my affinity for the the culture is greater than my disdain for the business. Yeah. What part of the business you dislike the most? Um, just the business. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, like the the, the business. You know, being lowballed and just being played with, or you know, or yeah, you know, having to jump through hoops to to get X Y Z when certain other folks don't got to do that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it it just be the business and the politics. Sometimes it's not they don't know be in my favor sometimes, and it's yeah. frustrating. But again, my my affinity for the actual sport of rap is is greater than that. Yeah. So. So so let me ask you this though when you when you're when you are done with hip hop right mm-hmm. do you, well first of all would you, you do you think you'll ever be done probably yeah yeah what would that next move be for you I don't know yet that's a that's a great question I don't really know yeah. what I'm good at other than this I think that you could create a business structure that's different from the norm oh man you need a you need a you need a uh, a, a, a big old staff to get certain things like that done, man. <laughs> this thing, this game is changing so fast. So yeah, who knows what what I'll be doing when this is over? Maybe something in sports or something. I don't know. Yeah, you, you, I, if I remember correctly, you are a huge sports fan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. you've done some commentating before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be a good look. I don't know. I got like a little speech impediment sometimes. So I don't know. <laughs> no, but you're know. good. No, I, I know you don't like doing radio interviews and stuff like that. But <laughs> you know, you but you've done better, Wale, like with doing radio interviews and stuff like that. This is not your thing. I know that because you're an introvert. Very much so. <laughs> and you've spoken about being an introvert. Mm-hmm. And I was curious too, during the pandemic, how did you handle was music your outlet during the pandemic? I was well, we still in it, but well, yeah. we're <laughs> um, still semi in it. But things are opening up a little bit better. But how did you deal with the anxiety of the of being stuck? Postmates and DoorDash and Netflix and Hulu yeah. and, and PlayStation. Like, <laughs> but you probably in, like enjoyed being by yourself. It's crazy because when I was I was coming home from was doing the film in Toronto, and uh, I remember getting home and I was like, man, I don't I don't want to go back outside. For a long time, and the very next day, I'm watching that Oklahoma City game, and they like, "Hey, man, the world shut down, man. It's over. Everybody can't go. Nobody, everybody stay in the house." And you were like, "Yes." Yeah. Then, then I was like, "Yo." Four weeks later, I was like, "We missed how many? How much money we just lose?" Like, yeah, look, the manager over there, like, ah, oh, bro, yeah, it was bad. It was bad, man. It was bad. It was, it was bad. Give me, give me a figure, big boss man. Oh, wow. Just that one, that's just one that's month. That's one month, though. Wow. One month? That was just one month. Yeah, you gotta wow. understand, on Chill was the number one song on both no. joints, so it was like, like, I couldn't do nothing. Like, like, Yo, I tweeted out when I first heard that record. I don't even know if you saw this tweet. I was like, this is the, this is Wale's lane all day. <laughs> no other rapper is fucking with Wale yeah, I, when I, it comes to these records. Yeah, when they, y'all, when y'all be saying that in the labels, that's all they want me to make. Though, and they, oh, they stop. <laughs> we shouldn't say that. It fucks you up. I feel like I can make anything. You can. Honest. You like, can you make know, anything. So. No, don't get it twisted. No, you I get can. it though. I feel you. It's a sweet spot. You know, it's what's, 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 no, what's, what's it's, it's, for me, it's like you talking to us. Right. It's right. like we don't get a lot of you. Right. Like, it's so many rappers that talk about just like other bitch shit, other mm-hmm. other shit about us. And don't get it twisted. We like that shit too. <laughs> but you talk, it feels like when you make records, it's like 
you're talking to us. Like, hello, um, hi, Wale, you're on the other end of this phone. What's up? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the way your music comes across. Yeah. And I'm sorry if we programmers put you in that box. No, nah, this is cool. This, I mean, <laughs> we got a lot of plaques, man. We got a lot of success, so. No. But that's why I like them records from you, cause he, from Lotus Flower Bomb to like just the shit that that was on the last out. It's just so many of those records. I'm like, yo, he really knows how to talk to I, us. I appreciate it. I take whatever compliments I can get. I'm gonna buy a ticket to your show until to the day you don't want to do it yeah. no more. Well, I hope to see you at all of them now. Yeah. Okay, now. All right, so let's talk about Poke It Out because um, you sampled the the Vibrant thing, um, Q-Tip joint. Um, was you, obviously, just being from, you know, loving the hip-hop so much, was that something you always wanted to sample with? Or I know we thought about it at some point, but I was, with, I was, at, I was at Cool and Dre studio and we was just... Shout out to Cool and Dre in Miami? Yeah, it was in Miami and then it was just going through beats and I heard the first, like, Two seconds of it, the, the the instrumental, and I was like, "Just dump that. Let's let's have some fun. Let's play around." I wasn't planning on staying in the studio long over that day. Wow. Yeah, but and shout then, out to Q-Tip and Dilla though. That's the piece of Dilla. Like, yeah. that was a that was a. I mean, it's, it was a. Looking back, it, it's a big sample. To, that's a big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a but big I'm, one. It seems to be <laughs> working up. You know what I'm saying? Nah, when I first heard that, I was like, "Oh, this got to go in Q-tip, automatic." Q-Tip called me. And was I was gonna like, ask you, did y'all speak? Yeah, he was just like, "Man, thank you, bro. Like that, you really did it justice." You know what I'm saying? Like whatever you need, man, I'm here. But you know what that also does too for the OGs is it opens them up too for younger people to like say, "Oh, that was a sample. Let flowers. me go back." Right. More, more flowers. Yeah, let me go back and like listen or stream, you know, or get to know them a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Um, so J. Cole, how did that come about? Did you just call him and be like, yo, I got this joint? Um, nah, man, he heard the beat. He just yeah. heard the joint in the studio. And he heard the, he heard the, the song and he was like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah get on this. Like, yeah. okay, why not? Because you know, he, I, I love it because he, do, he's not over flooded with features. Right, like he right. is very particular mm-hmm. about who he, works with at this point in his career and he and I love the fact that he works with people like you who really respect and love the culture because it's not about paying him for right. a picture nah nah but we just been we've been cool for our whole careers though you know yeah what I came saying? up together yeah absolutely and right there in Soho at yeah in Lido Studios every day okay alright so when we talk about top albums that dropped right and I was having this conversation with someone last night when we talk about CLB we talk about Donda, we talk about J. Cole shit, we talk about Meek shit, Expensive Pain. Wale got to be in that conversation. I really hope so. Like, be nice. It is, it's, when you talk about top five albums, you have to be in the conversation. We'll see. <laughs> we got three more months, right? We'll yeah. I mean, when we talk about albums that dropped this year, if your album is not in the conversation, then we have a real, real problem. It's happened before, so I'm not, you know, it is what it is. But when you think about it, it's so, it's hip hop. It's 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 bars, it's punchlines, it's the beats. You know what I'm saying? Like it's Grammy award winning, right. and I'm not tooting your horn, but it really is. It's no skips from beginning to end. Yeah, well, I appreciate that opinion. I agree. We gonna see well, the world from my mouth to the Grammy board <laughs> and to God's ears, we mm-hmm. gonna say Wale gonna get something out of this joint. Amen to that. <laughs> So let's talk about um more love featuring boys to men. Were you a fan of them oh, growing up? Absolutely, yeah. 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 Sean Stockman of Boys to Men, but yeah, I was definitely a big fan of Boys to Men. Did you get in the mirror and see <laughs> the joints? I did on this on this record. I'm doing my best uh Wanye uh background <laughs> joints on it. Yeah. 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 
over the years, where would you rate yourself in terms of like growing as an artist? Like, I think I think we all evolve. Some some devolve if, if devolve is the word. <laughs> the, whatever the opposite <laughs> of evolve is, but I think uh, like I take I, I take my my L's and my W's with me as I go, and um, yeah. I use them you know for the for the here and now. Yeah. Yeah. Wale, I know that you don't do interviews often. <laughs> Wale be nervous, man. That's all I did. I know. I know. You be nervous and the people don't know that about you. And then they think it's a um, having an attitude. Or, or you a, arrogant yeah. or but you really not. I remember in the beginning me and you using stuff mm-hmm. like spats like that. It's, and I think personally for me, I just misunderstood you. Right. You know what I'm saying? But as time went on and as I got to talk to you more and more. I really got to understand you as an artist and as a person. I think a lot of times we don't give artists that grace. We right. just think we expect them to be how we want them to yeah. be. And we don't know what they deal with. We don't yeah. know that, you know, they're just nervous as hell yeah. or they're shy or like, you know, they they want to say the right thing. So they're thinking about what they got to say. Or more so don't want to say the wrong thing. More so right. to say the right, right. thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they try yeah. so hard to say the right thing, mm-hmm. you know? So I hope that this interview was not um, painful for you today. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> and I want to thank you for coming and stopping by. Um, and everybody, make sure you stream the album. It's available right now. Wale, what else can we tell them? What, what else uh, you got going well, on? Um, um, since it's Friday, uh, we got Rolling Loud tonight. Oh, that's right. Rolling Loud. I'll see y'all there. Thank you so much for tapping in with me today. It's TT, and of course, this is a Hot 97 Podcast.